to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. The presence of God in the house is reaching you wherever you are. The Lord will put testimonies in your mouth this morning. Praise the Lord. Somebody say to me, say with me, don't lose your joy. No matter what, don't lose your joy. Underline, don't lose your joy. No matter what, don't lose your joy. Glory to God. Today, if you look around the world, in your neighborhood and your community, you see the hand of the adversary everywhere. Terror. Everywhere. Fear. Violence. The activity of the enemy, the activities of the enemy is kind of growing stronger and stronger every day. And if care is not taken, the children of God will say, oh, God is losing the battle. There's a lot of pressures on families. Fear of the unknown. Even yesterday I was listening to the radio. Now once one of the commentators said that even our children, can you imagine that? Are not suffering BP, high blood pressure. The children are experiencing stress. With all that is happening, the enemy had one singular purpose to steal your joy. Everything that is happening, the stress at work, the stress at business, the stress in marriage, even in your school, is to steal your joy. But the Lord sent me to you to tell you, don't lose your joy. Don't. Don't lose, ever lose your joy. The Bible said the thief commit not before to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But when you look at the scripture, the Bible says, Jesus said, but I come. I love that scripture, the translation, the PTP translation. A thief, John chapter 10 verse 10, a thief has only one thing in mind. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance. More than you expect life in its fullness until you overflow. Giving you everything in abundance more than you expect. What is that you expect? It's a life in its fullness until you overflow. This is the reason why you must not lose your joy. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When the enemy comes like a flood, the Bible says the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy. Yes, your bills are piling up unpaid. Your heart and that of your family is failing. No food on, tape, on, the, on the table. Insecurity and fear everywhere. You shouldn't lose your joy. For when you lose your joy, you lose your strength. When you lose your joy, you lose focus. When you lose your joy, you lose passion. Your passion is gone. 
Your zest for life is gone. When you lose your joy, you lose your drive. When you lose your joy, eventually you will be destroyed. Because that's the singular purpose of the adversary. Child of God, you have much more working for you than is working against you. You didn't hear me. You have much more working for you than what is working against you. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Every time I talk like this, I remember the chat between prophet Elisha and his servant, Gehazi. You just, Gehazi woke up one early morning. I look around, there were armies. The, the Syrian armies were everywhere, all around. His heart melted. His strength disappeared. And he ran back home to the house. I was shouting, Master, Master, we are finished. What shall we do? The master laughed. No, you are not finished. So look at it. The pressure that is coming to you is for you to give in and throw in the towel. Just to be in the camp of Gehazi. That your all hope is gone. That you are finished. But the Lord sent me to you. That what is working for you is more than what is against you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And they that be with us and for us are more. You see, in the time of Gehazi and Elisha, they were not privileged to have the Holy Ghost, God living on the inside of them. They enjoy his presence. You know what I'm saying? Go with them and go for them. Go with them and God for them. That was all they could enjoy. But it's in our dispensation. After Jesus had paid the price and said it is finished. We not only have God with us and God for us. We have God in us. Glory to God. Jesus in John, the gospel of John. When he was about leaving. He said to them. If I don't go. The Holy Ghost, the Comforter, the Helper will not come. He said, when I go, he said, he is with you. But when I go, he will be in you. He is right now with you. But when I go, he will not be what? In you. Not only with you, not only for you, but in you. You must Recognize and acknowledge and accept this truth that you are the carrier of the Most High God. You are the carrier of the Living God. Everywhere you go, God goes. Air Force One is just like every other Boeing 747 plane. You understand what I'm saying? What separates that 747 is what? The presence of the, pre the president of the United States. You know what I'm saying? The presence of who? The president of the United States. The moment he enters that plane, he becomes what? Air Force One. But apart from the president, it's just like every other Boeing airplane. Dearly beloved, beyond the president in Air Force One, the most high God is living on the inside of you. You have to have this consciousness every day of your life. Everywhere I go, the most high God goes. And now look at it. When we were in the, in the youth fellowship, we always have great fun among ourselves. Because Everywhere I go, I'm always overload. Right? Because I'm carrying God the, the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
and the innumerable company of angels. Can you be that? Innumerable company of angels. Beyond the what is the name of the security that covered uh, secured the president? Secret service. You. Even Mr. President, that my little Mr. President over there, you are carrying the security you are carrying beats the security of any living VIP on earth. Any living VIP because of how important you are. Glory to God. You are God's inheritance. You are God's heir. You are his beloved son. You know, when we say beloved, it means that you are not a, an ordinary son. In the midst of the children, for example, a parent that have his beloved daughter, beloved son, it means in the midst of all these children, this one is closer to his heart, or her heart, Right? If you touch this one, you touch me. Right? But beyond the family, beyond the earthly parents, you not recognize, not acknowledge, not known by any person. You are known in heaven. You are known by God as his beloved son, his beloved daughter. That's how important you are. So, what is working for you is much more than what is working against you. That's why you must not submit and surrender to the bully and the terror. Because the enemy is a bully. Terrorizing the people all over the place. With a singular purpose to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So, Elisha called the servant Gehazer. They that be for us is much more, are more than they that are against us. Gehazer was confused. He said, sir, how do you mean? It's only two of us in this house. Sir, you open the window again and the curtain is out. Can you see what I'm talking about? Look at soldiers surrounding us. Somebody say, Lord, open my eyes to see. Somebody say, Lord, open my eyes to see. Then Elisha that told Gehazi, go to ask God. Just one simple prayer. Father, open his eye to see. And the moment the curtains were removed, the scale that was covering his vision, you under the sound of my voice, I command with the blood of Jesus, every scale covering your vision and your sight be removed now in the name of Jesus. Lord, open our eyes to see. What is working for us is much more than what is against us. Elijah, Elisha prayed a prayer. Lord, open his eye to see. And the moment his eye opened, he began to see what Elisha had been seeing. All this while. He saw that surrounding the soldiers, between them and the armies of Syria, where these soldiers, firebrand with flaming salt, they, the enemy salt, enemy soldier, were just carrying ordinary salt. But they that is surrounding them, much more than the enemy was carrying flaming salt. Ready to take out the enemy. I command every resistance and limitation and restriction placed on your life and destiny be erased in the name of Jesus. So dearly beloved, 
This is how the enemy functions and operates. It comes. That pressure, that stress has one purpose. To steal your joy and then destroy. Because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You are indestructible in the name of Jesus. According to my daddy, you are unkillable. Every child of God is unkillable in the name of Jesus. Habakkuk, prophet Habakkuk, experienced what we are talking about today. He experienced the pressure. He experienced the stress. He experienced the challenges and the trials. He experienced no food on the table. And he showed us what to do. In Habakkuk chapter 3 from 17 to 19. I read the Amplified Version of the Bible. Habakkuk 3, 17 to 19. Though the fig tree does not blossom. And there's no fruit on the vines. Though this, the yield of the olive fails. And the fields produce no food. Though the flock is cut off from the fold and there are no cattle in the stores. Is that a, a good news? No food. No harvest. And where there is no harvest, there is no food on the table. The animals could not produce and there is no milk and there is no meat. Right? But look at what he said. Yet. Somebody say yet. This is what is happening. It seems hopeless. It seems there's no help. It seems there's no way out for me. Satan is at your best. Yet. I will choose. This is why I picked this translation. Yet. I will choose. To rejoice in the Lord. I choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout in exhortation in the victorious God of my salvation. I'm not going to allow this to keep me down. I'm not going to allow this to make me be silent. I'm not going to allow this to make me lose my sleep. I'm not going to allow this to make me lose my jaw. Sarah, you miss it. I will shout with exhortation. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. Do you see that? Because when you lose your joy, you lose your strength. The first thing that goes when you lose your joy is your strength. And Nehemiah told us the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when you don't lose your strength, you, it means that you are keeping and maintaining your joy. But when your joy goes, your strength goes. And when strength goes, remember, see, look at it. There will be no passion. There will be no zest. You lose your focus. No drive. The Lord God is my strength. My source of salvation, of courage. Do you see that? Because when your strength is gone, there's no courage. You become discouraged. Because the absence of courage is the discouragement. The Lord God is my strength. The source of my courage. My invisible army. He has made my feet stable, steady and sure. Do you see that? Your, your feet is not slippery. Your feet is not wobbling. Feet talks about gaining ground. Feet talks about authority. Feet talk about advancement. He has made my feet steady. And sure, like hands feet. To enable me to move swiftly. And makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence. Do you see that? 
confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibilities. That challenge, that trial, that difficulties was assigned to sap your strength, your courage, your focus, your passion, your drive. But when you say no, I choose to rejoice. To joy in the Lord, my God, the God of my salvation. No wonder Apostle Paul writing, he says, count it all joy. James, I beg your pardon. In the book of James, he says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse world temptation. Count it all joy. When the trials and difficulties and challenges are right face to face with you, rejoice. When you rejoice, what will happen? Number one, you, you confuse the enemy. You, you demoralize the enemy. I hear what I'm saying. You knock him off balance. Rather than him knocking you off balance, you lock the enemy. He's surprised. He's disarmed. With all the pressures I am mounting on him, on her, he is rejoicing, worshiping God, praising God, just as we did this morning. Because praise, joy, and worship are powerful offensive tools, offensive weapons. Dearly beloved, child of God, it is a choice we must make to not lose our joy. It's a choice, just as Habakkuk told us. A choice. Someone says, a choice. Honey, life is about choice. Listen. According to First Corinthians chapter 13, verse, chapter 10, verse 13, everyone on earth will go through the same challenge and trials. But the difference between us and them is that God makes way for us. Ever before we enter into those temptations, ever before we enter into those trials, ever before those difficulties come, God has already made way of escape for us. That's the difference with, between us and the world. Hence I said, we have much more working for us than what is working against us. Much more working for us than what is working against us. Glory to God. So no matter what pressure, no matter what comes, don't lose your joy. Covenant. The songwriter said, Lord, I'm determined to hold on to see what the end will be. So you covenant not to lose your joy. No matter what. Come rain, come sun. I refuse to lose my joy. That is why we said the joy of the Lord is our strength. I hear what I'm saying. Because when you lose your joy, what goes first is your strength. And that is why Paul admonished us to keep the flame of joy burning in us. Keep the flame of joy burning in Philippians chapter 4. Verse number four. And look at the P, uh, TPT translation. Say, be cheerful with joyous celebration. Do you see that? Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life, honey, because life is in season. Every season. In your ups and downs, in your mountaintop, in your valley top, and when you hit the sharp corner. Like as I told, I always say, when you are driving on a straight, smooth straight road, all of a sudden you hit a sharp corner. Is that does that mean that's the end of the road? Every season, life comes in season. He said, "Be cheerful with joyous celebrations." In every season, never allow anything. 
rob that from you because that's your life. Let joy overflow. Why? Because you are united with the anointed one, Jesus. And it is anointing that destroys the yoke. You are united with the anointed one. Every yoke the enemy brings to you is destroyed because you are united with the anointed one. Remember we said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When this, the enemy raises what? Comes like a flood. The spirit of the living God will lift up the standard against the enemy. Don't lose your joy. On no account should you ever lose your joy. Now how do I maintain my joy? Pastor, you said, don't lose your joy. How do I keep this joy? How do I maintain the joy? Number one, you must know that every circumstance you find yourself in or whatever is happening around you or in you, it's not permanent. Praise God. It is not what? Permanent. I always say, field. They all have expiring date. You know what I'm saying? It came as a stranger and it will leave as a stranger. Because that is not the home. Your life is not his home. You know what I'm saying? Christ is living inside of you. We say you are a carrier of who? The God's presence and God's spirit and God's power and God's glory and God's honor. Praise God. That's what you and I, we are carrying. Because all that make God, God is in us. And number two, we are one with him. One spirit with him. Glory to God. We have his DNA. Lion give birth to lion. Jesus. I was studying the book of John throughout yesterday. He says, he said, very soon I'm leaving. So that, that one of them of the disciples said, Where are you going? He said, Where I'm going, you will not know, but you will know very soon. But then one of them, another disciple said, Show us your father. He says, that was Tom, um, one, is it Nathaniel or one of the disciples? And he said, have I, not, have I been with you this long and yet you don't know me? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Because the Father is living in me. The words that I speak is what my Father speaks. All that you are seeing is my Father doing the work because he's living in me. And we are one. You who have seen me have seen the Father. So if we are one with him, we are the Jesuses that the world should see. We are to display and demonstrate his love and his character. Dad was speaking this morning. He said if the church is preaching the gospel, the gospel, not religion, not law, he said the whole world would be wrong. There will be no place to contain people. That the sinner knows that he's a sinner. The prostitute knows he's a prostitute. The gay guy knows he's a gay. The lesbian knows, right? So what they need is that in spite of what you are doing, God loves you. He cares for you. He has paid the price for you. You always hear me say here that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ it's not refundable. You know what I'm saying? The same sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf is what he has made for that man. He's paid for me. He's paid for the gay guy. He's paid for the lesbian. Paid for that drug addict. Paid for the prostitute. Paid for that cheating, lying husband and wife and that lying politician. What do you do? Reach them and let them know. Don't waste the price that has been paid for you. The songwriter said, just as I am, with a one plea. He said, come as you are. Come as you are. We have to let them know that he cares for them. He loved them. He paid for them. He went further to say that Jesus didn't come for the church. 
He came for the sinner. And that's what the Bible said. For the Son of Man did come to seek and to save them that are what? Lost. Our job is to let the world know that the Father loved them. That is why he gave his son to die for them. That man, that woman in the same office with you in your neighborhood, you are responsible for them. And God will hold us accountable. Remember the late Baba Boyajo? He told us, God planted four different type of people in our lives. Our families, our neighbors, our friends, and our colleagues. Everywhere we go, we have these four people in our lives. And God has mandated us. God has placed them in our hand. And God is going to ask of them from us. Do you know about that? I always tell us here that there is no joy in heaven when we buy private jet, when we build 250-story building, when we buy 10 Rolls Royce, or we have business that employ 350,000 workers. There's no joy in heaven. Are those things bad? No, they are not bad. They have their own place. Praise God. Receive grace to buy private jet. Receive grace to be employer of labor. Receive grace to buy Rolls Royce. In the name of Jesus. Those things are good. But they are not number one in heaven. We're talking about don't lose your joy. What causes joy in heaven is when a soul is saved. Do you want heaven to be filled with joy? You want to make heaven <clears throat> to be at, on, at, in a celebration mood every moment. Then reach that your neighbor. Reach that your family member. Reach that your colleagues. Reach that your friend. Praise God. Tell them that God loves them. Tell them their price has been paid. God has paid the price. Their sins have been forgiven. Let me tell you. Ahead of your time. Every sin that you will ever commit or have ever committed have been paid for. Jesus have already paid for it. He has dealt with our sin. We will receive our redemption and even the forgiveness of sin through his blood. When Jesus shed his blood, were you here on it? Somebody talk to me. When Jesus shed his blood, were you here on that? The youngest baby in the, in the house, were you here on that? When Jesus shed his blood, our, even, our parents were not here. But before then, he saw us ahead of time. I said, I love this young man. I love him. I love her. And I die for her. He said, no man take my life from me. I lay it down and I peel it up. And because he loves you, because he loves me. So it's our responsibility to let them know. Praise God. And let me tell us. I always tell us that we are going to give account of everyone God brings across our path. <clears throat> number two every parent that daughter, that son that God has given to you you're going to give account to God God help you if that girl, that boy didn't make heaven, God help you because children are heritage of the Lord the fruit of the womb are his what? reward God give them to us just as the banker give you money to buy the house. Right? That's why you pay mortgage, right? The day you didn't pay mortgage, what happened? You know that you are not the owner of that house. So every parent under the sound of my voice, God planted thus 
children in your care to make sure they came from him to make sure they will return back to him. Receive grace to lead them back to God in the name of Jesus. So dearly beloved, to maintain the joy, we must know and understand that whatever we are going through is not permanent. Someone say it's not permanent. Second Corinthians chapter 4 from 16 to 18. Let me read the Amplified Version. Therefore we do not become discouraged, spiritless, disappointed or afraid. Though our outward our outer self is progressively wasting away. Yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. For our momentary light distress, this passing trouble is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measures, supplement splendor, and endless blessedness. Do you see that? That circumstance. That, difficult, that difficulty, that trial is a raw material producing the glory. Glory to God. The surpassing glory. Amen? It's working for our good. That is why Paul writing in Romans 8.28, for we know. He said, for we know. For we know that all things working together, all things is working what? Work together for those that love God and who are the called according to his purpose. We know. It's not a doubt. So whatever is happening is working for our good. That is why we must not lose our joy. Verse 18 of Second Corinthians chapter 4. So we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are visible are temporal, just brief and fleeting. It is not lasting. It's temporal. It's just like a vapor that appears and disappears. Glory to God. But the things which are visible are everlasting and imperishable. That which you don't see is the word of God, the promises of God. Hold on to his word. Hold on to his promises because he never fails. He never fails. Look at the message translation of that for second, second Corinthians chapter 4 from 16 through 18. So, we are not giving up. Do you see that? In view of this truth, no matter what is happening, no matter the pressure, we are not giving up. We made a choice. We chose not to give up. How could we ever give up? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. It looks like, not that it is. You understand what I'm saying? It's just like mirage. When you are driving that hot summer afternoon on a straight road, you keep seeing the pool of water ahead of you. Does it make it real? Every time you get close, move further because they may rise. Praise God. Whatever is happening is not permanent. Glory to God. So how do we, even though our, on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, I like that. While outside is showing as if things are falling apart on us, then inside is reading another things. On the inside, where God is making new life, glory to God. Where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Unfolding grace. Someone say unfolding grace. The grace of transformation, transforming us, changing us from glory to glory. The grace of enablement and empowerment that enables us and empower us to go through, to walk through, and to stand tall. Glory to God. These hard times, because of this unfolding grace, these hard times are small potatoes 
compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us. Unknown to the enemy. Those challenges and trials are raw material. Preparing. He said, the lavish celebration prepared for us. Know that he is being prepared. Already prepared. Ahead of time. Glory to God. Do you see that? And that's why Paul was writing in the book of First Corinthians. He said, if the prince of this world have known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. They said, let's kill him. Kill him. Just like the brothers of jo Joseph. Let's kill. Here comes the dreamer. Let's kill him and see what will become that dream. Hear me and hear me clearly. Nothing can take out the dreamer. Any man, any woman carrying the dream, no power in her can stop you until that dream come to pass. That is why you are unstoppable. Child of God, that is why you must not lose your joy. The vision, the purpose, the counsel of God will stand and prosper in our lives. Nothing can stop us. You cannot be stopped until that counsel, until that purpose, until that dream, until that vision has what? Come to pass. They threw everything on Joseph. He still stand. He still stand. He stood. Took, threw everything on him. Many things. Joseph was still standing. But don't know to them every of singular thing they threw on him. Those circumstances and situation were propelling him. Sharpening him and bettering him, preparing him for the throne. If the brothers did not cast him to the pit, he wouldn't have been in Egypt, right? The Ishmaelite that bought him wouldn't have seen him. Are you hear what I'm saying? And he wouldn't have been in Potiphar's house. And if Potiphar's wife didn't lie against him, he wouldn't have been in the jail, in prison. If he has not been in prison, he would not have seen and met the servants of Pharaoh that took, told Pharaoh about him. Do you see how God works? When the Bible says, for we know that all things work together for the good of them who are called, who love God and are called according to his purpose. That circumstance is working for you, honey. That circumstance is working for you. That circumstance is working for you. So you don't have to lose your joy. It's working for us. It's working for us. It's working for your good. It's working. It's working. It's working. You might not have it now. You might not have gotten it together. And it's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. Very soon, they will say, Ha! What happened? Because all known to man on the inside, a change, a transformation have been going on, have been taking place. The power of purpose, the power of cancer will preserve and sustain us. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will stop us. There is far more here than meets the eye. Far more than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today. Gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. That's why. Honey, no matter what. Standing there. The Bible says, Haven't done unto stand. Stand therefore. The enemy will run. That's why the Bible told us that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them all. For though the righteous fall seven times, he rise. There is no fatal failure for a child of God. 
no fatal failure. Are you hear what I'm saying? The blood of the everlasting covenant and the omnipotent love of God is working and prevailing for us. Covenant is speaking for us. Covenant is working for us in the name of Jesus. Covenant. Mamanda Yabohosko. Yes, we have not gotten it together yet. Covenant is speaking for us. Covenant is prevailing for us. Covenant is working for us. Micah also said, please let me compress this together. I don't want to come back to this again another Sunday. Micah saw this and Micah told us. Look at Micah 7, 7 to 8. It says, message says, but me, I'm not giving up. I'm sticking around to see what God will do. I'm waiting for God to make things right. I'm counting on God to listen to me. Verse 8. Don't enemy crawl over me. I'm down, but I'm not out. I'm down, but I'm not out. Passing all comparisons. It transcends. I am sitting in the dark right now. But God is my light. In view of this, the next thing you do to maintain your joy is to look to him. Praise God. Somebody say, look to him. Somebody say, look to him. That's Micah 7. New King James Version says, verse 7 says, Therefore, I will look to the Lord. It's a choice. Remember, it's a choice. It's a choice not to lose your joy. It's a choice to look to him. Why? Because they, they looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. That is Psalm 34 verse 5. Micah said, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Glory to God. For they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mantle with weak like eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Strength come from waiting on him. Glory and honor come from looking to him. Hallelujah. You look to him. You look to him. Look at, look at the, the TPT translation of that Psalm 34 verse 5. It says, gaze upon him. Join your life with this. And joy will come. Gaze upon him. Join your life with him and joy will come. Your face will glisten with glory. You will never wear that shame face again. When we look on him, look at Hebrews 2, 12, 2 message. I, I like this. It says, keep your eyes on Jesus. Who both began and finished this race we are in. He began and finished. Study how he did it. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed to. Remember? The trial, the challenge, that circumstance is to steal from you. Your focus. Yeah? Your strength. Your passion. Your drive. You understand me? By, by stealing your joy. But Jesus, he said he'll never lose focus. He never lose sight of where he was going. Of where he was headed. Where was he headed? That accelerated finish in and with God. That was where he was headed. He could put up with anything along the way. Because of where he was going. He could put up with anything along the way. The way you could put up with shame, you could put up with the cross, you could put up with whatever man throw at him and Satan throw at him. Like as I said before, the enemy says, "Crucify him! Let's kill him!" And the Bible says, "If the prince of this world have known, they would not have crucified the Lord glory." That's why Hebrew ten, Hebrew chapter two, from verse fourteen, told us. He says that through death. He destroyed he who has the power of death 
and that is the devil. If the devil knew that through death, Jesus will make him a history, he wouldn't have moved them to crucify Jesus. If you know what is coming in your life, if you know the glory that will be displayed in your life, he will not allow you to go through that challenge. He could put up with anything along the way. The shame, the cross, and whatever the enemy threw at him. And now he is there in the place of honor, right alongside with God. Do you see that? And that's why Joshua told us. Joshua told us, the children of Israel, when at the end of his life, he looked around because, oh, he's challenging them to keep on looking unto God. To re, they never lose their, their joy. No matter what comes their way. He gave them the testimony of the faithfulness of God. Because this God you and I are serving. Our father is the faithful God. That keeps covenant. He told them in Joshua chapter 21 verse 44 and 45. New King James Version. He said the Lord gave them rest. Do you see that? Because rest is coming to us. Rest. That's why. You should not lose your joy. Because after the rain, the sun will shine again. Sadness may come in the night hour, but joy comes in the morning. There's a joy coming. There's joy. There's a glory. There's a glory. All around, according to all that he has sworn to their father, he gave them rest all around. There's a rest. There is a glory coming to you. Listen to me. You're not going to end like this. You are not ending like this, honey. There's a glory. You are going to taste this world. God did not make mistake by bringing you to the United States. You are the hope of this nation. You are the hope of this world. Are you listening to me? The enemy is fighting. What God is about to bet and push out through you. And that's why we have to, like Ephesians told us, we should be remember how he went through. Hebrews 12 verse 2 is telling us where we read in message translation. Joshua telling the children that God gives, gives the rest all around. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. He took them out. Just told you the story of Elisha and Gehazi. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hands. If God could do that for them, what about you? Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. If all came to pass... Are you telling me that God will fail in your time? God is faithful. New Living Translation says God can be trusted. He can be trusted. Are you hearing me? He can be trusted. God is faithful and trustworthy. And look at what Paul writing to the Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Who has called you is faithful. Who also will do it? The faithfulness of God has brought us this far. And the faithfulness of God will lead us to the end. God has an ending for us. We are not going to, we are not abandoned projects. Praise God. And that's why we must not lose our joy. The one who calls you by name is trustworthy. Do you hear that? Who calls you by name is trustworthy. He knows your name. He knows every detail of your life. Before you were born into this world, he knows your ending. Psalm 139 uh, New Living Translation, he said, all the moments of my day have been assigned. Not just every hour. He knows your years. He knows your number of years you stay. But he said, all the moments to the split second of my life have been assigned by God. Look at Philippians. Being confident of this thing. That he who has begun this good work in me will finish it. Dearly beloved, you are not an abandoned project. And that's why you must not 
lose your faith, your joy. You must not. You must not. There is hope for you. There is hope for you. Child of God, you will bloom. You will blossom and flourish. When you do not lose your joy, the devil knew that you will bloom, you will blossom, and you will flourish. And that's why I bring this pressure for you to lose your joy. But when you hold on to your joy, you will without fear bloom. You will without fear blossom. You will without fear flourish. You will be celebrated. This nation will announce you to the world. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because you have been sent sentenced to greatness. Jesus paid it all. And there's nothing he can do about it. I don't need to close my eye to tell you that you have been sentenced to greatness. You have been sentenced to glory. You have been sentenced to honor. That is why you must not lose your job. And the devil is afraid of you. He's frightened of you. He's frightened of that glory that is coming out from you. He's frightened of those lives that will be touched and imparted by you. And that's why he's, he's mounting the pressure like a Nebuchadnezzar. Let's hit the fire seven times. Hit it up! I said that Michel Abednego say, Oh king, we are not mindful to answer you. If may be, the God we serve will deliver you. And hear me, and hear me clearly. If you say, if you refuse to deliver you, hear us, we will never bow. Because we know who we are. The glory is coming to you, to your world. So don't lose your joy. Hold on. I want, I want you to talk to him. Ask God's grace. Grace of God to be fervent. Grace of God to be consistent. Grace of God to remain focused. Grace, grace of God to be passionate. Passionate to God and compassion to man. Passionate to God and compassion to man. The grace of passion to God and grace of compassion to man. Receive grace this morning in the name of Jesus. You are not the son of my voice. The strength not to lose your joy is in him. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Like as you heard me say, he has already paid it all. He loves you. The way you are. He knew who you are. He knew everything about you. There's nothing about you that is strange to God. He cares for you. He said, come as you are. He prepared a table for you. Why not come and dine with the motorcycle? The one that loves you. Even when you look, when you don't look like to be loved, he loves and cares for you. Jesus has paid for it. He has paid it for us. Like as I always say, the sacrifice of Jesus is not transferable. It's not refundable. It's not refundable. Are you ready to waste the sacrifice? He went to hell so that you will not go to hell. I want to pray for you. Why not receive him now? And say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. From this day forward, I will live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. That's it, my friend. Welcome to the greatest family on earth. You are now a child of God. You are now God's responsibility. You are a child of God and you are his responsibility. So let's take you further. Go to your smartphone and your tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. And the Bible is God's will and roadmap to your destiny. Be a good friend with your Bible. Spend time with the Bible. It's a book of discovery. My dad, Bishop Mike, always said, when you discover, you recover. So, spend time with your Bible. Go to the Bible-believing church, a Bible-believing church, where the word of God is given absolute liberty. The first place, the unadulterated word of God is being preached and practiced, and the Holy Ghost is given absolute liberty. 
Go there. Tell the pastor I sent you. And hear me, friend. If you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to Trem Goss Embassy Minor. We are at 1611-1611 Ross West Street. Zip code 30080. We look forward to seeing you Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern. God bless you. Remember, he loves you. Hallelujah. And number two, I want you to go to our website, tremusa.org. Tremusa, T-R-E-M-U-S-A dot O-R-G. Go there and listen to our podcast. Or you can go to any platform where you freely receive podcasts and listen to our podcast. When you go to the platform, just search Trem Atlanta. Trem Atlanta. Trem Atlanta. And be blessed. It's free. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.